0: Hey folks, here we are. It's Monday, August 1st, and I'm Tom Young, and I'm here for AnchorFM.com podcast called Money Shifts and for Facebook Live at the Family Money Farm group. You need to join that group. There was an abundance, abundance of education and information there about money, about how to save money, how to avoid falling into the trap that the government is setting for us. Headline today, the Senate passes $280 billion chip bill. You know, interesting, these wonderful politicians of ours, how they spend our money. And and they never take into consideration, you know, the things that they've already done with our money, the promises that they have made. And, and there is There is a finite supply of money in our lives. But I guess in a politician's mind, there is no finite supply because they can simply go to the Federal Reserve and print all they want and then borrow it and then owe their souls, no, excuse me, our souls to the company store. You know, I guess Tennessee Ernie Ford had that, you know, 16 tons. What do you get? Another day older and deeper in debt. So here we are. Our politicians are selling us down the river every day of our lives without accountability and without responsibility. They don't make decisions in their own personal lives the same way that they make in their lives as a politician spending our money. It's, it's, it's called third party spending. I'll get into that in a minute. I don't want to lose sight of our prayer. We start every program with a prayer for everybody in the world. Everybody has been touched by this Wuhan virus coming out of China, worldwide, from the Amazon to the Sahara Desert, to the Siberian Plains, Antarctic. Everybody's been touched in some way by this thing. More and more information is coming out that, that is adding to the misleading ideas, conspiracy theories, and on and on and on that are going on. I don't want to get into any of that. I, I'm here for you. My goal is to touch a million lives before I die with the truth about money, the truth about savings. Everybody Everybody should end up at retirement with an absolute minimum of today's dollars of a million five simply by learning how to control the banking equation in your life and accept the challenge to become a CFO in your home. Our prayers go out for those who have lost loved ones, especially for the loved ones who have been lost And now we add to those, those lost in Ukraine and Russia because of this war, action, whatever you want to call it, that continues to make the bankers rich. If you don't leave me about that, go to YouTube and search out a video called The Banker. The Banker. And you'll see this gentleman sitting in a chair, black curly hair, black rimmed eyeglasses, sitting in a robe, a silk robe, with a book reading Huxley and listen to what he says in the next four or five minutes when you get there. It will turn your stomach, it will change your thinking, and this video has been around a long, long time, and I continue to share it with everybody that will go there and listen to it. Again, it's on YouTube, it's called The Banker don't be confused with new ones there are some new videos that are the banker but they are not the same as our friend or my friend Montague is his name in this video he's sitting in a great big overstuffed chair you can't miss it when you get there but you need to listen to that we pray that the lord would open his arms and gather those into his kingdom of heaven above we pray for everybody we give thankful prayers every day, prayers of gratitude for our lives. In other words, we need to change the way we're thinking. You know, I'm reading this book uh, by Napoleon Hill, and 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 I and Mr. Hill is gone. He has passed away. And they come out with a new book with his writings, and it's really about his original story about how he got involved and how he got hooked up with. Andrew Carnegie and and decided to write the book of success. It is the book of success, think and grow rich. Whatever you want to accomplish in life, all of the tools necessary are in that book. And they are well taught in that book. I read that book a long, long time ago. Didn't pay attention to what I read Now I read that book annually. Every year in January, How to Win Friends Influence People, Think and Grow Rich, The Magic of Thinking Big by Dr. Schwartz. Those are three books that you should read once a year to stay in tune with your dreams and goals and where you really want to go. You have to know that. You have to know where you want to go. You have to have a destination. You have to have a destination or you have no reason to do what you need to do. No purpose. Title today, let me get to it, Saving. Count the ways. There are so many ways to save money. And, and we only think of, well, gee, I have to take money out of my lifestyle and save it. That's not necessarily true. Oh, yes, that's a way to save. You need to accept the responsibility of paying yourself first. Let me jump to a quote for today. And this is the final quote by Albert Schweitzer. The purpose of human life is to serve and to show compassion and the will to help others. That is what it's about the purpose of a human life of human life is to serve and to show compassion, to help others. Tomorrow we start a new story. No, we don't. We're still there. So there's our quote for today. You know, this thing called saving is so many ways to save. And and there is one thing in my book I talk about, the CFO challenge. The CFO challenge is kind of unique because I believe as I have found in my own life, that many times I will spend money unthinking, unknowing. It's just a reflex action in spending money sometimes. And I would never think of that until I actually developed and did myself the CFO challenge. Well, what's a CFO challenge? Well, you, you know, you get one of these little, you get get index cards or, or a little spiral notebook. You can get them, you get like five of them for, uh, you know, $1.59 or whatever. And you carry it in your pocket with an ink pen. And every time you spend a dime, a penny, whatever it is you spend money on, Write it down in that book so that at the end of 30 days, one month at a time, you can account for every nickel that passes through your hands. If you do that for 30 days, then 30 days, then 30 days, three months in a row, you will develop an awareness of your money and where it goes that you didn't believe existed And that is the beginning of understanding and learning how to save. Because saving money isn't just putting money somewhere. Yes, it is. However, where do I find that money? See, money moves. Money is like water, as Nelson taught me. You know, everything, water starts everywhere. There's moisture in the air. It evaporates, goes into the sky, clouds, rain comes to the ground, fills the oceans, the lakes, the ponds, the creeks. Water is flowing constantly. We drink water, we pee it out. It's just the natural order of things, and that water is recycled. Money is exactly the same way. Money has to flow. If every day or every week or bi-weekly, however you get paid, on payday, you go to the bank and you get your check cashed and you turn it all to cash. You take it home that day, wrap it in muslin cloth to keep it safe, put it in a plastic Ziploc bag, put it in a tin can, dig a hole and bury it in the backyard. If everybody did that with their money, the economy would end instantaneously. Because well-being, savings, money—all of that—is a, is a function of motion, macroeconomic motion. Every dollar that flows in and through my life has a rippling effect to many other things in my life. If I spend money at the at the store, whether it's it's Lowe's or or coals or wherever it is you spend money. For whatever you purchased, in that money you spent, there is profit and expense. So the store or the, 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 wherever it was, the unit where you spent that unit of currency, as they receive the money, part of that money goes to pay their bills, light bill, electric bill, whatever, pay salaries to employees pays dividends to stockholders, and the employees that get their paycheck or or the stockholders that get dividends, it is now their money which they have the ability to spend. And those that got their paychecks, they went home and they paid their utility bills, which paid the electric company, the gas company, whatever company, and it paid for their bills, but it also paid salary to their employees and their employees took that money and they paid their personal bills, saved some money, put money in their 401k or whatever they did. Do you understand that money in motion creates more money? It's just that simple. So as we look at the way we save money, so to maximize our savings and financial well-being, to have the most we can have at some future time, We have to learn how to play the macroeconomic game, as I will call it. So when I'm saving money, wherever I'm saving it, I want it to earn interest, hopefully, or it will earn dividends or capital gains or some kind of gain. But I want that money to come to me. I don't want it to sit there and compound and accumulate it because when I compound and accumulate it, it only benefits more the people that are holding my money, not me. So now I've developed this income and I'm going to use that income to help me pay some of my expenses, whether it be my electric bill, the gas bill, the heating bill, car insurance, gas bill, whatever it is, and I use that money. Now, when I pay my electric bill with earnings money, passive residual income coming from some source where I've invested or I'm saving, that has now freed up money. I earn money and it pays me. So that's my investment, my time and physical ability is invested to earn money. And as I earn that money, I typically would pay these bills. But since I have earnings money, I have another entity earning money, paying me, that is in addition to my hourly wage or however I get paid for my time, thinking, physical action, or whatever I do to earn money. That allows me to save more money. Did I take money out of my lifestyle? No, I did not. It's just a new way of thinking. I, I, For the life of me, I have a dozen clients that are MBAs, and they all, every one of them, asked me the same question. They said, Tom, why didn't they teach this to me in college? I guess the only answer is that is they are all part of the game of making money against you, and they don't want you to understand how to play the game. Obviously, there are people in the world that learned how to play the game, and they became millionaires and billionaires, Now, the downside of that is those mega, mega rich billionaires are are trying to take over the world, the World Economic Forum, the one world government and and things that they're doing, that you shouldn't own anything. You you should simply trade your labor and we'll give you a car and you're going to give me all of your money and they're going to try to own us. That may work in some countries, but I cannot see that working in the United States of America. There are those of us out here that are referred to as patriots, and and they are not gonna own me, and they are not gonna own my production. That is pure communism. And, and if you don't understand that, you need to do some research and figure it out because there is an under the ground plan, underground movement that is moving to take over the world. Don't get me wrong, I'm for you. I wanna make sure that you understand how to play this game. That's really what it's about. And all of these simple little things that I teach people are just part of the puzzle. Get my book, The CFO Project, The Family Money Farm, The CFO Project, and get it. Go to CFO Project over here, right there, CFOproject.com. Put in your email address and your name, and you'll get a link. You'll get an email with a link for that book, The Family Money Farm, The CFO Project, and my newest ebook called Financial Mastery Coaching, The Blueprint. Share my story, folks. We need to have an army of people on here learning how to do this. I will continue to preach every week, two or three days a week. I'll be back here on Wednesday this week at noon. God bless you. Be safe. I pray for your health, your well-being, and all the blessings of the Lord above in your life. God bless.